0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It is a Pokemon podcast wherein I, Relitanth. Relicanth. A.K.A. Tanner Green Ring. I caught one of those this week, unfortunately. And my co-host, Fjellgon. Flygon. Ooh. Nope. Wrong. Bagon? Nope. Shelgon. Shelgon. Oh, fuck. Yeah. A.K.A. Josh Fjellstad. Play through the Pokemon games each week, gym by gym, game by game, we are currently in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, and we're nearing the end of it, Joshua. God, yeah. The time's flown by. This was a little morsel of a game. I feel like it, it went by quicker than I expected. We were spoiled on gold and silver. None of them are ever that long again. Really? No. Well, we'll find a way to stretch this one out. Don't you worry, bug catchers. No. We have not had our fill of Hoenn. We have not had our fill of Gen 3. Joshua, last week we were in Moss Deep City and we took on the Moss Deep Gym, Tate, and Liza. They were those freaks who had Solrock and Lunatone. Brother and sister and or lovers. Unclear. Unclear. Maybe both. It's 2020. (laughs) That one's still not fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's a no on that combo. <laughs> okay. So now we start this journey, this leg of the journey in Moss Deep City. We awake to a new day. We've got dive now and we can use it outside of battle and we can go diving. And you went ahead last week and did a little diving. Yeah. So the premise of the show, if if let's just do a quick reset table set. And if you're a new if you're new to the show coming off of uh Maybe the bandwagon's mention or something. The premise of the show is that each week we play through a leg of Pokemon and go from gym to gym. And when we beat the gym each week, that's the end of our playthrough, and that's the end of the episode. Okay. I'm not sure where you're going with this. Well, here's where I'm going with this. Last week we beat Liza and Tate and got access to use Dive HM out of combat. So neither of us should have ever done any kind of diving mm. prior to this week. Isn't that right? Uh, But you did. You did. You did. And you went to Shoal Cave, and you went to the abandoned boat, and we talked about them both last week. Are you now trying to construct a retroactive argument for calling me a mayor cheat, which is something we call each other on the show whenever someone is being a mayor cheat, usually Tanner, my co-host, esteemed co-host. Is that what you're trying to do? Um, I am calling you Mayor Cheat because you went ahead last week after beating the gym, obviously. But you're trying to invalidate some kind of results. I didn't, uh, it didn't impact your gameplay at all. I'm not trying to do anything except give the bug catchers all the information they need to make a character judgment about you. And if that colors their opinion of you, In a future episode or a future battle. Okay. And they want to assign the Mayor Cheat label to you and invalidate future battles or the results. I can't tell them not to. Okay. I'm just giving them all the information, you know? Well, what I think is interesting and perhaps the new listeners who are coming over from bandwagons should know because they haven't listened to the preceding two seasons. Uh Uh-huh. There have been many times where you took an entire chunk of the journey before going to the gym, for example, in before red and the gym. blue before going to the gym. Okay, so you're just saying as long as you do the entire thing before the gym, I guess that is something maybe I've said now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm saying it's fine. Uh, it's yeah, it's you also put me just in like. It, it these, puts in a corner. It creates these. Nobody puts Joshi in a corner. It creates these anomalies, these paradoxes, where last week you did Shoal Cave and I didn't. And I had to sit through you talking about Shoal Cave and agree with you about all the things you were saying, even though I hadn't done it. Shoal Cave, you can get to before having dive. You just don't get the full experience of Route 125 with the shard collecting and all that shit yeah but i did go to the abandoned ship which i shouldn't have done and i did dive there okay so it sounds like you are admitting to being mayor cheat and you are wearing the scarlet letter that is the mayor cheat badge for the rest of the season okay well when you put it and does it does it invalidate future results not for me to say that's up to the (laughs) bug catchers by the time we battle again my friend it will be irrelevant (laughs) because my Pokemon will be so jacked up, and they will have all of their things, their moves and their water stones and etc. appropriately. Ill-earned. For where they are. Yeah, ill-earned. So we make our way out of Moss Deep City, back to Route 125, and now we are equipped with Dive, And there are all these little dark patches of water where we can dive down and do some... some, uh... Well, honestly, it's pretty uneventful down there. Basically, the whole premise with being able to dive is that you have to have item finder on constantly. Yeah, or the zigzagoon with um, pickup. Oh, zigzagoon can operate 20,000 leagues under the sea? He can learn surf. But he'll pick up on the ocean floor too? (laughs) Yeah, 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 he'll pick up anywhere. Wow. What a mon, okay. Tidy little mon. And yeah, you can pick up heart scales. You can pick up red, yellow, and blue shards, which you can give to that freak out on an island, and he gives you yeah. evolution stones. Route 125, there's a freak who wants shards. I don't know what he's doing with them. Don't wanna. He's not making, not making furniture out of them. Call me when you're making something for my little cave hideout, shard maniac. you start decorating your cave? Yeah, I got lots of cool shit in my cave. I got a big whale lord doll that someone gave me. Yeah, in uh, Sutopolis. I got some art from uh, the art museum. Got a big desk, some chairs. How'd you get some art from the art museum? You can just buy art. Oh, and they're a g- <laughs> gift shop? <laughs> yeah, you can buy art, and you can hang it up in your base. And then the, the market in um, Slateport, you can get shit for your house. Which reminds me, um, we haven't found any art that that museum curator in... Lily Cove was asking for. What was that guy talking about? I'm gonna need to get to the bottom of that. That's a a strange side quest that has enraptured both of us. Yeah. So I got some shards. You got some shards. I got there. a bunch of heart scales. Yeah. I, I don't really have any need for any of it at the moment. But it's nice to have. I got like ten heart scales now. Cause this whole leg essentially was spent on the water. Yeah. Well I, I was gonna bring this up later. Here's something I think I realized, this leg. So we will discover later when I do level check that I didn't do a lot of leveling this week. And to be honest, I didn't do a lot of playing Pokemon this week. I'm moving, I'm looking for a new house, and I just didn't, I fell behind. Couldn't muster the strength. But part of the reason that was, was because every time I fired up the game, I like felt this sense of dread, because I think I hate water root levels. It was rough. They suck. I have never minded them in the past. But this kind of sucked. They ran it into the ground. Yeah. Well, it ran it into the seafloor. It's too wide open. You get lost so easily. It's too hard to like tell where you're going or what you're doing. Right. There's like no landmarks to like orient yourself. And it has the like detriment of all being fair game for wild Pokémon. So yeah. it's like you get stopped every 5 steps by a fucking level 6 Tentacool. And it's like no, I don't I don't have time for this. <laughs> Get no. out of my fucking face. I'm not even gonna waste the fucking pee-pee on you because like you're so low level that you're not gonna give me any experience points. Right. You're just wasting my time. You just popped up so that I have to say run away. It's especially bad because the tentacles and the fucking like occasional and obscite. Uh, That my Pokemon love to see when we finally would see a Tentacruel. Yeah. And like Wingles are uh, the range of levels is everything from like level eight to level like 35. Right. Exactly. So using a max repel is also not even ideal because you might be missing out on some of the sweet, sweet EXP from those big boys. It's ridiculous. And you need it because there's nowhere to train. Uh, and you're zigzagging around uh, because the roots are so wide. If you're like me, you're often playing late on a Saturday night. You would had a few beers. You get trapped in a battle. You come out of it and you're like, I don't know where the hell I am. This is the Bermuda Triangle. The other night, it was Sunday night. Can I say this without going to jail? I ate a gummy. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Just a gummy bear. Sunday night is my wife plays D&D with her friends, and it's my night to sit on the couch and eat a gummy bear and watch a movie. That's cute. And play some fucking Pokemon. Yeah. So that's what I did this week. I ate a gummy bear, and I watched the movie 1917. Wow. (laughs) That's the movie on a gummy? Normal gummy bear? Just a normal gummy bear? (laughs) Yeah. And I uh, played some Pokemon. And here's the thing, though. Movie was way too engaging. Could not focus on the game. No, the whole thing is the visuals, man. It's got, like, three lines in it. You have to pay attention to it. The reason anyone liked it is because of the cinematography. (laughs) I know. I essentially didn't get any Pokemon in. I was playing until, like, this afternoon to try to get through this leg of the journey. Because I was so enraptured by 1917. It's a good movie. Uh, Yeah. It was one of my favorites last year. Visually stunning. I... I was thinking about it afterwards, and I may have still been under the effects of the single normal gummy bear I was eating. (laughs) Yeah. Is it possible that it was all one shot? Well, it feels like it. The implication that the director was trying to, who is it, is that a Sam Mendes joint? I don't remember. I wanna get there. We both could go furiously start Googling. Yeah, Sam Mendes. What he was trying to imply is that the entire movie was shot As a one-shot, there's only one scene that actually is, but it's all edited. And the reason why I think it it got nominated, if not won, for for editing, too, is to make it look like it's one-shot. There's one scene that is, like, 20 minutes long, and it is one-shot. Yeah, it all felt like one-shot. It's very good. Anyway, the point is, it was so engrossing and so engaging that I could not and did not play any Pokemon. (laughs) And also, like... It was just so hard to play Pokemon because it was like, not only is our sea roots a pain in the ass and you're getting stopped by like fucking tentacles every 10 feet, but there's this added layer of like this leg of the journey. There was also a whole underwater world. Yeah, And it's like you needed to know the right places to dive to find like the things you needed to find, including like where the... Captain Stern's sub went and where team magma slash aqua fled to and where Sutopolis city is. And it's just like, it was tedious. Yeah. It was a tedious leg of, of Pokemon. Yeah. It was not fun. They went too far with the water. I would say in this whole game at this point, because this whole, I mean, basically since the sixth gym, we've just been out on the water. Yeah. And there's no variety. Like, they should only have done this once they had more water Pokemon that you could deal with. We only see the, the, like, three same fuckers up on the top, and then the three same fuckers on the seafloor. But, like, at least there was some cool new guys underwater, like... Clamp Pearl and um Relicanth? Relicanth. You think Clam Pearl's cool? No. A cool guy. I don't even think either of them is cool, but like they're new, you know? Yeah, they were exotic. They're interesting because they're new. Yeah. And Captain Stern gives you some kind of thing. Like you either get like a deep sea tooth or a deep sea scale from Captain Stern. Did you do this? Yeah, when you do the abandoned ship, you have to get a key to enter the captain's quarters of the abandoned ship. And then you take it to like a researcher who is there on the above water area. And then he's like, oh, Captain Stern, quote unquote Captain Stern, has been looking for this scanner and he asks you to go take it to him and you do it in Slateport and Stern gives you either a deep sea scale or deep sea tooth. Yeah. Did you choose? I mean, it doesn't matter. Neither of them are S or A tier, so I, did. I just picked one. They evolve a clam pearl to Gorbis or Huntail. Huntail. Both gross in different ways. I want to talk about Gorbis because I... I... <laughs> Had a (laughs) I had a Pokemon isolated as might you make me barf this week, but I'm gonna do a quick audible right now because Mm -hmm. I just looked up Gorbis. Let's talk about it. And I was aware of who Gorbis is. And what the point I wanted to make when I was looking up Gorbis was like this Pokemon was absolutely designed to be an evolution of Love Disc. Yeah. And they like changed their mind at the last moment. Like this is absolutely an an evolution of Love Disk, don't you think? Yeah, it's like a joke. Look at it. Love Disk doesn't evolve, so why not just give it to Love Disk? And Gorbis sounds like Love Disk. Like, yeah, Gorbis, Love Disk. You know, like, well, and is this the elephant in the room? Um, And and so (laughs) Gorbis is now my you make me barf Pokemon for one reason, (laughs) and it's this. I'm looking at a picture of it. Yeah. And... What do you see? I want to f- figure out the most delicate way to say this, but I don't know how. So I'm going to say it indelicately. That's your thing on this podcast. It's got bazongas. Yeah. And it's chosen to cover its bazongas with like a brazier A shell brazier A like shell brazier, Little mermaid style. Yeah. And it doesn't have arms. So they gave this long worm-like fish bazongas. Yeah. And they're like, well, Bazongas is too graphic. Let's throw a bra on there. Might just be nipples, to be fair. Could just be nipples. I don't think fish have nipples. Fish don't have Bazongas either. <laughs> 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 this one does. This one does, Joshua. And that's why it's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. I feel like somehow this season, against all odds, has maybe had the most references to Bazangas, even though I feel like we've cleaned up our act generally. We tried to clean up our act, but it is, uh, it's the bazonga season. Yeah. Well, and it's, and once again, Josh, everybody's on the beach. Once again, it's not our fucking fault. Like, we're journalists. We're looking at what we see. And whoever designed Gorbis has a fetish or two. And whoever designed fucking Slack King and whoever designed whomever. Like, this game is full of balls and bazangas, and it's not our fault. We're just observers. This was forced in our face. Yes. I do want to say, I thought Love Disc, we encountered them in the wild. I think I had a trainer. I fought one on Route 125. I thought Love Disc was kind of okay. I don't think it's so gross that it's like barf. I think the move sweet kiss is funny and also it's good. It just confuses the opponent's Pokemon, and who doesn't like kissing? I uh, I was hard pressed this week. I fought a couple love Disks. It seems fine. I don't think it's so bad that it is like barf status. I want them to be gross, and I think they're I think they're weird, right? Yeah, they're abnormal. I don't know if they're necessarily barf status, but I've I have an amendment to make to that you make me barf list later. Oh wow. So I'm not prepared to take Love Disk off the list. And also, it sounds like you fucking love it and want to get married to it, so why not just fucking catch one and like No, it's bad. It's a, it. no, it's bad. And it doesn't even evolve into Gorbis. Oh, sorry, let me um let me think of someone I know and respect as a close friend and creative partner once said, Love Disk isn't bad. It's got this great all <laughs> were called "Sweet Kiss," <laughs> and I'm trying to. I'm racking my brain trying to think of who said that. But like, I don't recall. Guess what? Guess what? I don't recall. As the if you great, love it so much. Catch one and have. Justin one. Bieber once said, as he was detained in Australia. And guess what? Guess what? I don't recall. If you love love disc so much, you can have one. Because I'm not taking it off the. Well, American I shall. I shall be having one because it sucks. But I'm just saying I don't th- really think it's a barf. But I'm not; it's not my jurisdiction, so fine. Okay, I don't care. We make our way downtown towards Route 127 slash Route 128. Yeah, they kind of meld together in a in a way. I was so lost on this fucking journey that like at one point I ended up at Ever Grand City. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I ended up at the foot of it, but we didn't have waterfall. Yeah, I didn't have waterfall yet, but I was just like where the fuck am i (laughs) yeah route 127 i think specifically is like a giant stretch it's like the length of like route 119 which is the jungle by weather institute but it's all water and then it's also got a ton of like deep water so you're doubling everything yeah i think this is where i was on saturday night where i was like i don't I literally don't know where I am. Yeah. And like I also don't even know how to figure it out. It's a messy section of game. Like I, I at one point I like went to go look up like maps. I was just like, I just need to like some fucking bearing. It's kinda lazy, but I mean, it's just a route. <laughs> yeah, I. it's also a water route. Like, you just get a bunch of heart scales and shards and you fight a bunch of fucking swimmers and triathletes and yeah. a bunch of shit I hate. And there's, like, lots of diving spots and, like... So some diving spots have undersea grass. Right. Where, like, you swim through it, bubbles come out of it in a really cool way. Like, that, that animation is nice. Yeah. And that's where wild Pokemon live. But on the overworld and on these routes, like Route 125 and, and 27 and 28... There's none of that grass. You're just kind of in these like undersea chasms. Lifeless. There's no Pokemon, right? No. And you're down there. So you think like there's got to be a reason that they even bothered to make this Mariana Trench. But there's often not. Except there might, might be a shard. And it's like, I don't care about these shards. I was just throwing up the item finder constantly. I was like, why am I here? Why would they design this if not to give me an item? And frequently you don't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like endless trenches speaking of trenches like <laughs> what is this France in a, a World War 1? Oh you and I are like the uh the two guys in uh 1917. Yeah. Just going through all these fucking trenches and then I get stabbed and bleed out. Oh shit. Right and it sucks. Spoiler alert for 1917. <laughs> Cut that. Good film. We're on Route One Twenty Seven, One Twenty Eight. There's not a lot going on here, except you can do some diving to find your way to a little uh hole in a cavern wall. Yeah, and when you enter through that hole, you find yourself in a, it's like a moon door. Do you know what a moon door is? Like in Game of Thrones, that uh the area no. where it has that hole that just opens up under the no the air and yeah. You- throw people down there to kill oh no moon pool not sorry not a moon door I am thinking of Game of Thrones I'm thinking of moon pool a moon shaped pool I'm familiar with that no a moon pool is uh is this a moon pool is when an underwater cavern exists and it's an air pocket and there's a a way to kind of dive down underneath and come up into the air pocket that's a moon pool I didn't know that was an actual thing and that's cool as hell yeah, I thought it was just made up for like pirate movies and video games. No, it's a thing. Yeah. There's a moon pool. It's a moon shaped pool. It's not a moon shaped pool. This is something you just keep saying. <laughs> it's my Radiohead reference. <laughs> Don't have enough of them in this show. Surprisingly, that's a good band. Okay. Radiohead still got it, I think. Why don't you name your Pokemon characters after um, it? instead of the shitty band you named your Pokemon characters? Yeah, I don't think you hate Radiohead. That's why. No, I don't hate Radiohead. I would say I like Radiohead. Well, good Respecte. They're my favorite band of all time. So really, yeah. Still, it's riding high off my brooding high school days, where I used to just put on an album and just drive around. Oh yeah. And think about how I had nothing to live for. I used to do that a lot, too. That's that's fun. I miss those days. That's honestly one of the main reasons that I'm looking forward to having a car. I can drive <laughs> around in Beirut again. That's fun. Uh, yeah. So the moon pool takes you up into Seafloor Cavern. And you see Captain Stern's stolen sub there. There it is. And it turns out it's a puzzle cave. God. It's one of these fucking puzzle caves. I kind of figured, like, I don't really need all these HM friends anymore. Oh, yeah. You get in there, and these each room of the Seafloor Cavern, and there are several, I think it's like six or seven. Yep. All of them involve strength. Some of them involve rock smash. And you have to surf and dive your way to even get there. Right, and I should say... Hillel Slovak is back. (laughs) Oh, welcome back. Because I didn't want to teach dive to Dwayne McKnight, the Ludicolo. So I brought back from the dead Hillel Slovak, and he has become my HM friend. I had taught him dive, so he was along for this whole journey. And then I got in here and I was like, Jesus Christ, I need strength and rock smash. He can learn both. Oh, nice. So Lombre actually worked out. That's pretty good. I already told you my AGM setup. It's great. Yeah, I fell into this one, but that's who got me out of this scenario, which would have been a nightmare otherwise, where you have to go all the way back out, fly somewhere, and then yeah. find it again, which is like, hard. I don't know where this fucking thing is. I lucked upon it in the first place, and it, I would be hard-pressed to ever find it again if you if you made me. No chance. No chance. So, yeah, you have to do all these fucking like crazy puzzles with pushing rocks around. I'm not going to lie the very last one stumped me to the point that I had to go look it up on YouTube. I was stumped enough, but I was also drunk enough that I just turned the Game Boy off and I was like, I'm just gonna say this for Sunday morning. I think the room you mean is that there's one where it's like solid stones that you can't move. And then every other one, like a checkerboard, is a stone that you have to push with strength. And if you don't get it right, then you have to go back into the other room, reset it, and then keep remembering what is probably... The right combination. I was just like, I'm going to look it up on YouTube. So I, I went and looked it up, and does that make me mayor cheat? I don't think so. No, I think it's fine. Okay. You heard it here first, butt catchers. Even though you were just setting me up as being a mayor cheat, I didn't use it. I just waited until I was sober. So you kind of are more mayor cheat than me. You already said you're. I'm not, so that stands. What is it? Vindicated? No collusion? Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs> That's fair. I um I quoted Trump a few episodes ago. You're allowed to now. You also get in here and you run into you run into Team Magma and Team Aqua, and I would love to talk about that interaction, Josh. Yeah, after this break. Okay, we'll save something good for right after the break. so we're back josh and i forgot to hit record and oh. literally just as two friends started looking at the rule 34.xxx search for team magma admin courtney together it's just some wild stuff i, I think and then and josh was like josh was like oh we should probably record this and it's like oh yeah now both of us are just looking at smut together <laughs> like what am i in middle school again I, we cleaned out the really filthy stuff, but we should look, say. Look, it's your favorite Pokemon. Look, it's your favorite we, Pokemon. We should say. For all those new listeners out there. Look at the text I just sent you. It's your new Pokemon. It's your favorite Pokemon. We occasionally... Oh my God. <laughs> it's octillery. He looks so determined, too. It's Octillery doing something to Team Magma admin Courtney, and I'll leave it up to your imagination, Bug Catchers, what he's doing. Octillery, as a reminder, figure it out, <laughs> is uh, an octopus-styled Pokemon with eight tentacles. <laughs> so to all those new listeners out there, we occasionally... <laughs> have a segment that we don't love to invoke but there are certain characters and certain moments within the pokemon universe that demand it we've talked about courtney before she's in the style of uh gym leader whitney back in gen 2 where there's a certain subset of pokemon fans that have taken a particular liking to this character character yeah in the Pokemon Universe. So as journalists. And in the Seafloor Cavern, you encounter Team Magma Admin Courtney. Yeah. If you are playing Ruby, which Tanner is. And you encounter Team Aqua Admin whom? It's Team Aqua Admin Shelly. Because I saw this image that I'm texting you now, and I thought maybe this was the Team Aqua Admin. And I was going to challenge you, Joshua, to buy and, y- and use this love pillow that I just sent you because I assumed that that was the Team Aqua equivalent of Team Magma Edmund Courtney. It's a, a dark-haired lady in Team Aqua garb. And the image I've found is a... Um, wow. It's a love pillow. They look good. Printed on two sides. So you like print this out on a pillowcase and put it around a big pillow, and you keep it on your bed. And it's this young woman in Team Aqua garb doing kissing and um, vaginal stimulation with Team Magma Admin Courtney. <laughs> yeah. That's Shelly. Yeah, you fight, you face off against <sighs> Aqua Admin Shelly in Sapphire. So this is Team Aqua Shelly and Team Magma Courtney, and they are good friends, apparently. Looking at this love pillow image, Team Aqua Shelly is also like an attractive young lady. I'm wondering why she doesn't get as much attention as Team magma admin courtney well if you look at the sprite for team aqua admin shelly she's wearing the dumb like pirate bandana and stuff you think oh so your your argument is that they didn't make her sexy enough i think for this subset of pokemon fans they they couldn't wrap their heads around the pirate stuff although i would think probably some people would be into that too So you heard it here first, Game Freak and Pokemon Company. Your games aren't sexy enough for Josh Fielstead. Okay. Make them sexier, is what Josh says. I mean, I would love it if Team Aqua Matt, who I've encountered before, was wearing less. (laughs) I'm gonna look All of the women are are not wearing very much. Let's level the playing field. I'm gonna look up Team Aqua Matt. (laughs) Describe him to me. He was in a couple episodes ago. He's wearing like a ripped vest, and I did say he looks like a stripper version of a pirate. And wow. He's wearing a lot less in the images that I'm seeing now. Okay. Okay, Joshua. Let me tell <laughs> let me ask you if this is Team Aquamat. <laughs> let me ask you if one of these two gentlemen are Team Aquamat. I see Team Aquamat involved with A penis or two. The thing about rule 34.xxx is it's like, it's totally democratic in that like, it doesn't care what your fucking sexual preference is. It's just going to give you fucking everything. Like here's Team Aqua Matt just getting fucking raw dogged by some other Team Aqua grunt. Good. Is that him? Is that Team Aqua Matt? I think he's the top here. Oh, he's the top. Okay. Yeah, he's got the the bandana that Shelly has as well. Who's this other gentleman cuz he's in a lot of art? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. He's not wearing anything but a jock strap. So Look at this one. <laughs> Look at this one. He's just he's focusing so hard on Team Aquamat. Oh my god. This other gentleman, who's maybe Archie? Maybe it's Archie and Matt uh shipping yeah i sent you one other one where archie is like really thinking hard about team aquamat and um uh letting loose self (laughs) there's a pleasuring once again tasteful um sensor bar that covers up absolutely nothing god look at this is that a joke i just love the fan art community out there god you guys are all doing god's work out here just like you get what, maybe three minutes of Team Aqua Matt? Like, you get so little exposure to him in this game, and yet all of you in the sexual fan art community of Pokemon have taken that, and taken team admin Courtney, and taken team admin Shelly, and you've just like, look at everything you've done with it. Look how prolific you've been with it. (laughs) And it's like, is it for me? not really only a little i i think they just do it for the love of the art form i know and it's just that's admirable look at this one this one's gross my computer is overwhelmed with the love making and i keep getting disconnected i think joshua we've spent enough time on (laughs) yeah rule 34.xxx for the evening wow yeah we got caught up in the love making. I don't know if that's a trainer danger or it's a fur affinity check. It's all of it. But we knew we had to talk about this Team Magma, Courtney and Team Aqua. Matt and Archie apparently as well. Wow. Yeah, lots of very good, honestly well-made and well-drawn fan art out there. Even if you're not a fan of sexual depictions of Pokemon trainers, I think if you can appreciate sort of the artistic high art prowess to it there's something for everyone you know yeah to quote indiana jones it belongs in a museum (laughs) that belongs in a museum if there's any indication that the fbi is watching us while we go to our pokemon smut websites you didn't hear this bug catchers but our connection cut out about eight times yeah while we were on those websites and now that we both have them those websites closed smooth sailing they don't want us they don't want you either to know about this art someone someone was <laughs> interfering with our signal while we were on rule 34.xxx. <laughs> and now that we're we've clicked click to close we're we're good but it's literally a nightmare to me joshua every wednesday morning when i go to text you something just as friends just as friends just as two friends <laughs> Yeah. And look back on the night before's text message history and see Machoke just giving it to Archie and Right. In the cold light of day, in the cold sober light of Wednesday morning, <laughs> it's just so hard to comprehend or process. As Radiohead said, as Tom York said, do it to yourself, you do. <laughs> and that's what really hurts. Yeah. All right, so we're in we're in the seafloor cavern. You take care of these admins. They always have the same shit. Yeah, it's boring. It's Carvanas. It's Carvanas. Puchinas, it's Mightyneas, whatever. Yep. They all got smoked. It's a joke. Smoked it's a joke and then you take on Maxi and Archie and then so you beat Maxi and Archie, but they follow through with their master plan regardless, which is to expose the hibernating shell of, in my case, Groudon. And in my case, Kyogre. To the blue sphere, in my case. And the red orb. Which woke up Groudon. And then Groudon went on a rampage and made the sunshine brighter. Yeah. And in my case, Kyogre causes a torrential downpour across the land. Yeah. Which I liked. I thought it was kind of fun once I got out there. Is a good effect. So when Maxi exposes the like hibernating form of Groudon to the blue orb in my game, it casts this filter to all the overworld where the sun was meant to be burning too brightly and it just like blew out everything and made everything look super bright and it happened everywhere. And it was rad, it looked cool. Like it looked like the thing they were saying it was which is like the sun is too bright and everything is blown out. It was neat. Yeah. On Sapphire, it just makes like torrential downpours similar to Route 119 by the Weather Institute, but everywhere. Yeah. Some of the areas actually have like raised water, which I thought was also cool too. Because that's the whole point. Your guy is trying to raise the water level to make more room for water Pokemon and hot springs. And my guy is trying to lower the water level and make more landmass for Pokemon. Right. So anyway... Our dudes, Maxie and Archie, are trying to control Groudon and Kyogre. And they can't. And Kyogre and Groudon leap out of the seafloor cavern yeah, and flee. And they're like, what? The, I don't understand. I, I'm just trying to control it. And it's up to us, Joshua, to hunt down Kyogre and um, Groudon. And the way that you do that is once again floating around on a lot of water. Yep. You make your way back north i think you go to route 126 127 i mean lord knows where that is they all run together they all run together it's all water it's all water at one point i just like i was scooting along on my gyarados and it was like route 127 i was like i didn't i didn't go anywhere what do you mean route 127? Yeah. Just call it all one route then. There would be times too where you'd be underwater. I don't know if this happened to you also. You're floating around and you go into another area and then the f- screen freezes for half a second and then it's like underwater. Like gives you a title card. Oh yeah. Like I know I'm underwater. Yeah, I've been like here. I'm in some new area of underwater. It I've all been looks here. the same. Get me out of here! So we make our way down to Route One Twenty Six. I don't like Team Aqua's plan anymore because we need to find our way to Sutopolis City, which is where apparently Groudon and Kyogre fled to. Yeah, Sutopolis. I have so many questions about Sutopolis City. <laughs> yeah, when you're surfing around Route One Twenty Six, there's no indication of a city. No, there's like this crater. That you can kind of walk around. But like the interior of the crater is water. Then there's deep water in the crater. And when you surf in the deep water, there's just a little pool there where you can like find items. Right. But then when you go and surf to the southern part of the crater and you dive down, there's another cave. And when you go into the cave, there's another moon pool and you come up in Sutopolis City. And Sutopolis City is. Exposed to the elements, sunlight, and the elements. But like, I I didn't see Tsutopolis City from the Overworld, you know? No. And once you go there, you can fly to it. Where is this place? So what's happening? Is this castle in the sky kind of bullshit? Oh, is it a castle? In, is it floating? Although <gasps> that would be sick, and I love that movie by the way. Full of robots. That's one of Miyazaki's worst movies. But what? well come on let's take that with a grain of salt though listen to me listen to me let's take it with a grain of salt because all of miyazaki's movies are good okay yes but castle in the sky is one of the worst ones um yeah porco rosso is definitely the worst one okay i was about to say porco rosso's easily the worst one but castle in the sky but i didn't like movie. ponyo either ponyo's good i think ponyo's worse than fucking castle in the sky okay let's talk about the best miyazaki movies nausica the valley of the wind yes is my number one yes 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 yes, yes. really 100 yes oh my god i feel like i never get that opinion yes obviously the best one nausica is the- so interesting my favorite miyazaki film it's probably my favorite animated film do you read the manga no Pick up that manga, man, it's good. Oh, I will, yeah. All right, that's enough Miyazaki talk. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we we're agreed. Miyazaki talk. We're not going to make that a segment. No, let's do it. Let's make Miyazaki talk a segment. All right. Talking Zock. Talking Zock. We make our way to Sutopolis City. Everything is closed because the sun is burning too brightly and or the rains are pouring too torrentially. Yeah. So, your only option is to surf westward and you find Steven and the gym leader, Wallace, outside of another cave. Right. But it's above ground this time. So, then they tell you that this is the cave of origin. This is where all life stems from. The cave of origin. You make your way inside, Joshua, and it's just all fucking zoo bats. And is the premise that all life originates from zoo bats? Because if that's the premise, I'm not interested. Because it's all Zubats. You can't go five steps in this place without fucking encountering a Zubat. Yeah, Cave of Origin sucks. We're in the fucking <laughs> end game here. Like, this is the end of the game, and you're still giving me Zubats? You get lucky if you get a Golbat. I got, like, two Golbats, and I was like, oh, thank God. It's the Cave of Origin is what this is called. Can't it be, like, pseudo-legendaries? All those fossil Pokemon! It should be all, like... Togapes and Mews and Dittos. It should be all these like weird p- pseudo legendaries. And instead, it's all fucking Zubats. Yeah. So you make your way in. You go deep down into the cave. You pick up the waterfall, HM. It's just sitting there. There's no tricks in the Cave of Origin. It's like a cave. You just keep walking and then you keep going deeper and deeper into it. And then at some point, there's this fucking waterfall on the ground, HM07 yeah and then you keep going deeper and deeper and you find your way to a lava pool and there in the middle of the lava pool for me was groudon for josh was kyogre did you catch it can i tell you something yes i went to go catch it i was unprepared i didn't know what this section was okay groudon beat all my pokemon and i whited out oh you finally got your comeuppance and then I went to the Pokemon Center and I bought a bunch of Ultra Balls and I w- bought a bunch of Hyper Heels. Well, this wouldn't, I guess, apply to you, but I flew back to, before I did this, I flew back to Moss Deep because they sell Net Balls specifically, and I bought like 30 Net Balls ah. because those are more effective at water Pokemon. I went back with 30 Ultra Balls. <laughs> I got him down to literally the lowest health I possibly could. He had like... The tiniest lever of health, and I threw all thirty Pokeballs at him, Ultra Balls at him, and did not catch him. Wow! What did? And then I reloaded my save and went back to battle him, and just threw a fucking Master Ball at him and caught Oh him. wow! I didn't do that. I saved it. You use your Net Ball. I eventually had to use a Timer Ball. <laughs> Which, if you recall, I got from the Trick House episodes and episodes ago. Oh, yeah. I only had one of them, but I knew that it activated around, like, 30 turns. And I had thrown... I mean, I was also in Dire Straits. I think I had two Pokemon left. Everybody is dead. I was mostly spending time either using Revive to bring someone back or throw a Pokeball. I went through all of the net balls and then like ten ultra balls and then once I was like I feel like it was thirty, I tossed the timer and I got him. Yeah, I just like I di- I didn't have the the ultra balls or the money to like throw any more ultra balls at him, but Joshua, I feel like it's a good segue to a segment that we call level check. Okay. Can I tell you about my Pokemon? Tell me about your mod. I'll say this. I didn't get a lot of time to um, level this week. Nobody did. Nobody did. Uh, no harm, no foul. It's 2020. Scaraban, my Heracross is level 45. Still liking it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Any cool new moves? Well, I'll tell you this. After I defeated Groudon and everyone came back to sutopolis there was one house where a guy was like, I've been training for a thousand years to discover this TM. And he was like... Here, you can have it. And it was Brick Break, and it was like, dude, my fucking this bug on my team Whoa. already knows that. Wait, I need Brick Break. Who has it? Well, there's a guy in in Zootopolis who will just give it to you. Great. But like, dude, you've been studying this for years, and it took you this long to learn Brick Break? This fucking idiot bug on my team just <laughs> knows it. He just knows it. How hard? I mean... Uh... We already know how to break bricks. I don't know how to, but I know people know how to do it. People do it. I've done it. I've done it. I helped some friends install a patio once, and I, br- I broke bricks. You score and but you buddy, break. Like, you accidentally tripped and dropped a brick, and then it broke? Scaraban, <laughs> my Heracross, level 45. Okay. Stanislaus, my Swampert, level 45. St. John, my Claydol, level 47. Pathetic. Shotkey. My Magneton, good. Have fun, have fun with this. Shaki, my Magneton, level 46. Pathetic. Sila, my Melodic, level 46. And Pathetic. Joshua, the newcomer to the team. Oh no, this is why you triggered it. Supremion. That's not even a real name. I mean, none of them, for the most part, sound like a real name. But that's definitely not a real name. My Groudon, <laughs> level 46. So you're doing it. You know what this means. This is I've like, embraced the Groudon lifestyle, yes. This is like not renewing the START treaty, and what you're now saying is, <laughs> oh, so nuclear weapons are fine. Game on, motherfucker. It's mutually assured destruction. Okay. Very interesting. Groudon, my level 46. You raised it one level, which is funny. <laughs> like you put in the too. time, like, I'm going to get it one level. <laughs> I gave him the experience share. <laughs> A Pokemon podcast. So s- till now, Heracross had had the experience share, but Heracross caught up to everyone else, so I gave Groudon the experience share, and then Groudon accidentally leveled to level 46. I haven't actually played with Groudon at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. But he's on the team. Okay. What are you working with? I'm excited to face that, and maybe that will change my projections for what my team ultimately will be, but for now... My team is Chad Smith because I play with members or ex members of the band Red Hot Chili Peppers, which Tanner hates, and I'm playing with Pokemon that he thinks are ugly. Mm-hmm. Hate is a strong word. That is is appropriate here. Yes. Okay. Chad Smith, Exploud, level forty eight, already out of the gate, higher than any of your Pokemon. By the way. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you've, you've paced me. Finally. Then, Frusante, Frusciante. Crobat, level 46. Never going to figure out how to say his name. Still love him. Wow. Yeah. Jack Irons, slacking. Level 46. Yucky, yucky, yucky. D.H. Peligro. Flygon. Fielgon. Different one. Level 46. Different one. <laughs> Tony Kiedis. Blaziken. Only level 45. Tony Kiedis, out on the water this whole time. I can't fucking raise this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Kiedis has come a long way, baby. And I'm going to praise him like I should. Thank you. And then finally, Dwayne McKnight, Ludicolo, level 49. This bad boy has gone from, and given it is a different Lotad originally, yeah, But I love this fucking thing now. Oh, it's so gross to me that, like, your fucking, like, king <laughs> shit of shit mountain is Ludicolo. God. He's bebopping and scotting all over these roots. These water yucko. roots. Joshua Yucko. Invincible. With the leech seed and... Oh, by the way, when it was torrentially raining... Not invincible, Joshua, because I got a grout on now. He's water, and because of that, even though he's water and grass, your fire moves are just effective. Just effective. And what I was going to say is, because he's got rain dance now, and he was playing in a section where it was raining the entire time, rain dish permanently, he was recovering health, and then I throw out a leech seed... I got Giga Drain. I don't give a shit. Not interested. I don't give a shit yet. about ground. Not interested on. in your love affair with move on. Fucking Ludicolo. Joshua Sutopolis gym is where we find ourselves. Yeah. Uneventful. Sutopolis is water. It's water and it's Wallace, who you've had some interaction with prior. Yeah. You meet him outside of the Cave of Origin. Yep. It's a fairly straightforward gym. It's water, ice, I guess, because like the whole thing is like. It's a refrigerator, and it's icy, and you need to, like, there's a, a top level and a bottom level, and the top level, you need to navigate the ice in such a way that you don't break through, and if you break through, you fall to the lower level where trainers are ready to, to pounce on you. But if you're Pokemon Masters, Podcast Titans like us, you kind of want to fight all the trainers. Right, so you willingly fall through the ice, and you defeat all the trainers. Um, Wallace is a creep. Really? Who only employs beauties and lasses. Oh God, they are all beauties and lasses and ladies. And ladies, yeah. And they're trapped in his basement. they're trapped in his basement. (laughs) Oh my God. Wallace is a creep and he traps a bunch of lasses and beauties and and ladies in his basement and makes you fight them. We had to dispense fucking Wallace and free those women. And he looks like a creep too. He's got a whole like ensemble which like looks he looks like a figure skater. He's dressed like a figure skater. He does look like Apollo Ono. Was my joke. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? He does. Uh, Seattleites? <laughs> yeah. So he, he beat all of his ladies, which feels weird. Feels fraught. Well, we did need that sweet EXP, so sorry. Sorry ladies. Wall wall i'm Wallace. trying to think of the pun i guess it's ice wall ice Wall-i- yeah well he's water though he's got an an ice he's got clo oh yeah and the whole gym is kind of like ice themed even though everyone is just has water type like why is it ice themed literally all his ladies have just water type pokemon yeah Celio is the only one that is water ice Celio. <laughs> Celio. is that a rufio is that a pan reference it was going to be a night at the roxbury reference unfortunately (laughs) emilio emilio so anyways i'm standing there waiting to use the payphone. yeah he was seriously and this guy who's on the phone turns around and tips his hat like this and who do you think that guy was? Emilio Esteban, the mighty Duckman. I swear to God, I was there. Of course you were. You were the one who yelled the breakfast lovers name. I was like, Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> I have an amendment to make Joshua. Wow. <laughs> to the you make me barf list. Oh my God. Okay, who is it? And you never make amendments. No, I make amendments all the time. You usually only add... This is my first retraction. Okay, this is a first. Wow. We're standing by history being made. Wallace had a Pokemon called Wishcash. Okay. And once I caught a glimpse of this Wishcash, I was like, ooh, doggy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Look at this silly little guy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wishcash is Joshy's sweetie also. <laughs> 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 Well, that's perfect then. Wait, see, so you're clearing its name and it's Joshy Sweetie? Wishcash is no longer on the you make me barf list. I think he's silly and cute and I like him a lot. God, Wishcash is so funny. He's <laughs> such a cutie little, little funny cutie. Uh he's got a dumb little like satisfied look on his face. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he's your sweetie too. Perfect. Oh yeah. I love I think Wishcash is is super cute. And he was previously a new make me barf, but no longer. What a cutie. I think Barboche is still a a new make me barf. Barboach is bad. But Wishcash is absolved. Yeah, it's got long whiskers. It's got like Kind of googly eyes. It's a classic. Just like like this dopey little grin. Oh, my God. Wishcash is good. Groundwater, which is fun. It's an interesting combination. Yeah. I like, I'm looking at the sprites, too. The emerald one, it flops around like this. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love Wishcash. It's crazy to me that that was a you make me barf, but I'm glad to see that you've redeemed yourself. At a glance, it was just like an ugly little catfish, you know? And I think it was probably riding off the, the barboach thing. Barboach looks like uh, a germ. Wishcash is cute, though. Yeah. Josh, I crushed Wallace. No issue. I used Magneton and his electric moves and destroyed Wallace. I just had Chad Smith out who still has shock wave. And that's it. We beat Sutopolis gym. You get the rain badge and you get TMO three water pulse, which is a good move by the way. And you unlock the ability to use waterfall outside of combat. Yes. And using that ability of waterfall out of combat, Joshua and I are going to introduce a new, interstitial episode that we may do every season and we may not it's our fucking podcast get off our jocks we can do whatever we want we do whatever we want get off team aqua admin matt's jock (laughs) (laughs) we're calling the episode let's go chasing waterfalls and the whole point is like there's a bunch of side quests that we need to finish up there's Pacific log town Pacific log and Town. Meteor Falls, and Mirage Island, and the Museum Art Hunt, and all the little side quests. So before we go and tackle the Elite Four next week, we are going to be just cleaning house. We're going to go all over Hoenn. And it'll also give us a chance to do some leveling, which we need to do. We also need a little bit more time to level Armand. And then the week after that, we will finally take on the, the Elite Four and do the, the end game and all that kind of stuff in the Sky Pillar, so... I would just throw in, I might have a new Pokemon. Maybe I'll reveal a new Pokemon. Is it Kyogre? Is it Kyogre? No, that's too easy. No. All right. Joshua, this has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. My name has been Relatanth, a.k.a. Tanner Greening. Your name has been Fielgon, a.k.a. Josh Fielstad. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Follow it wherever you follow podcasts Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, just do whatever the thing is in that podcast app that recommends the show to a friend. And if you do all the internet stuff, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod. If you Reddit, if you're a redditor, go to reddit.com/r/bugcatchers. Yes, it's a very active community, yeah. and you were sure to have fun, and you may even be named as the trainer of the week. Yeah, our um, original moderator, Mike Levine, now has trainer of the week. I post show notes there, so you get links to stuff we talk about in here, although I'm not going to be linking to what we talked about in this. Yeah, one I think or... we would end up in a penitentiary if we did that. Yeah. Um, I signed up for a Reddit account. Oh, wow. So I could interact with people. What I did was immediately like big dog and yell <laughs> at a bug catcher. And then I felt bad. Wow. Because they were like, Swallow's not on the you make me barf list. And I was like, yeah, Swallow's not a few fucking you make me barf Pokemon. And they're like, oh no, what? I, all I meant was that the sprite isn't on the <laughs> list. And I was like, oh yeah, okay fine by the way i had to just update the list when fanula was on here and add pelipper to it pelipper, so why right. am i the one who's updating your you make me barf list because i'm lazy josh this has been experience share a pokemon podcast join us next week we're gonna do some cleanup we're gonna go chasing waterfalls yeah we'll see you in pacific L- D- D- pacific-, <laughs> pacific 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 log, pacific- D- pacific- D- log town town why with this name <laughs> Joshua Goodbye. We're going to look that up. We're going to look that up and see if there's a reason why it has this fucked up name. And I could say that because my last name's fucked up. I mean, it, my last name Is used to be fucked up. Ringarude. And then I changed it to a normal name. Ringarude is pretty they fucking weird. They said Ringerud or something. Yeah. For me, they're Figelstad or like. Ringrude. Figelstad. Like, it's a disaster. Joshua Goodbye. Uh. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to the sexual Pokemon fan art community. For oh my god, look at this one. <laughs> He's taking a selfie. Oof. Oh god, that got so close to almost sending that's my nanny.